What's up, everybody? Welcome to the divisional round of the Tyler and Tyler podcast. We're going to look back at the wild card matchups and look forward to this week's divisional matchups. All right, let's get into it. All right, Tyler. Tough week for you, man. Condolences. Thanks, man. I gave myself uh, Sunday and Monday of mourning. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm, I've gotten over it a little bit. I mean, we have a young, promising team. Yeah. Uh, bad stuff just kind of happens to the Vikings. It, what yeah. it It's what it is. I mean, the fact that we played a really good team that well is reason for me to be excited. And, you know, the team kind of bonded together afterwards after a tough loss. There wasn't the name calling, the, you know, inevitable breaking down. Right. So. Who do you blame? Blair or Hippie? Um, well, there's really like three defining plays in the game. The Russell Wilson... Uh, you know, botched snap that turned into, like, almost a touchdown. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff only happens if you're playing the Seahawks. Yeah. That, you can't really blame anyone. Russell Wilson's just really good at doing really That's his thing. crazy plays like that. Um, honestly, I'm more mad at AP, though. It's like, he consistently shits the bed in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 09 playoff game, two fumbles. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, that was the NFC Championship. Two fumbles as a team. I think Brett we had, Favre. Yeah, the Brett yeah, Favre year. Yeah, I think yeah. we had uh, maybe five or six turnovers. God, in that you should have won the Super Bowl that year. That was the that yeah, was that was our year. But yeah. you know, the, the difference that year is it felt sad. We were like, okay, this was our one last hoorah at it. We didn't get it. You know, the team's going to be in shambles because we, you know, sold everything to an old quarterback. This year we have young talent and. It was only the wild card round, right. so it doesn't sting quite as bad. But, I mean, I don't think Blair Walsh should be, you know, he, he, I don't think you should attack the guy, but he did miss a field goal that 99% of the time is made. That you could make. Yeah. yeah. I, I think most people could probably go out there and make it. Maybe not with an NFL defense coming at you, but. <laughs> and the pressure of the moment and everything. Right. But he should have made the field goal. AP shouldn't have fumbled. We should have won. Um, I'm not going to wallow in my self-pity. I mean, there's, you know, Browns fans, Lions fans, Rams or ex-Rams fans now. Yeah. There's, you know, there's teams out there that are, you know, sorry if I forgot your bad team, like the Jaguars. I mean, we all have our self-pity we can have. Our teams kind of suck. Yeah. Consistently. There's like a weird narrative with, other than Marshawn, he's like the only guy I think that breaks this, is like, you don't want a great running back in the playoffs almost. It's like if your team is built around a running back in the playoffs, it kind of fucks you over. You know, Marshawn being the, the outlier in that. But, like, at, at least he doesn't recently. go deep. You know, it, it's not – it's like you can kind of count on him to not show up because they're, they're going to take – it's kind of easy to take your the other team's best player out of the way and then unless your quarterback is good enough, which Russell Wilson has been and – which actually Teddy Bridgewater was good enough in this game. He got him down yeah, he played, in the field in the field goal awesome. range with you know twenty twenty seven yard or with whatever how, however long was left. That's that's good enough to win the game. You know, and it's just what else do you need? I mean, yeah. obviously there's a, a huge difference between that between who I'm about to compare to. But in other playoff games, a guy like Tom Brady got Vinatieri in range back then, and Vinatieri makes it, oh, right. obviously on a bigger stage. but Ben gets Chris Boswell in range. Right. I well, mean, what? Pac-Man Jones gets Chris Boswell in range. <laughs> and Vontaze Perfect. Yeah. But, I mean, like, what? I, I guess what more do you want from Teddy? I mean, it's negative 25 wind chill at game start. It probably only gets colder as the game goes on. Right. He 
doesn't have anything eye-popping on the stats, but if you look back at history for that type of cold game, nobody has eye-popping offensive stats. Right. He plays well. He makes good throws. Did enough I to mean, win. He did enough to win. His yeah. first playoff game ever against arguably one of the best teams in the league right now. Yeah. But AP and Blair Walsh happened. Yeah. So, you know, I'm done mourning. I'm excited for next year. And You should be. You got to I mean, I think if anything else like there won't be the Teddy Bridge Bridgewater narrative in the league next year is like is he good enough? He's he did enough. He did he did as much as Russell Wilson did in that playoff game, you know? Yeah. Russell I mean, Wilson had more of a like a splash play, but other than that Russell Wilson didn't do that much. I mean, is he is he going to be a top quarterback in the league? Probably not, but is he going to top 15? Yeah, maybe he can game manage. Yeah. And that's all you really need if you have a good defense and yeah. by all accounts we have a good yeah, great defense. Great defense. I was really impressed with your defense. All right, you want to get into these games? Yeah. Or you want to talk about any of the other games over the all weekend? I want to talk about the Steelers Bengals uh <laughs> fest. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I know the narrative is like this team is so dirty. They're both so dirty. Well, more the Bengals got played for being dirty, but it's like this is kind of what the AFC North is that's why every quarterback in the AFC North has been hurt this year and is hurt almost every year. It's like maybe it's dirty or maybe it's old school or outdated, but that's just like kind of how, how we really hate to shit out of each other and and everybody goes past the play and, and Burfick kind of crosses the line in that he, you can see him after the play's done. You know, it it just seems a little more malicious with him. You know, I always felt like I compare him to Suggs, like Terrell Suggs, but I never felt like. Charles Suggs was trying to hurt people. I kind of think perfect might be. The Pac-Man Jones thing, we just got lucky on. I don't feel like that was – like, Joey Porter should never have been out there. Uh, you know, and the Pac-Man Jones thing is kind of bullshit, and, like, he's, I get that. He's dumb. He's an idiot. He yeah. should, like – yeah, this, to me, the Steelers coach shouldn't have been out there. No. But, uh, you know, one wrong doesn't make you running into a ref or running into him. Right. What do you, you think is going to happen, Pac-Man yeah. Jones? I don't know if Mike Munchak meant to grab Reggie Nelson's hair either. That's interesting. I don't know what what that was. It's like that tweet was he really trying great. to buck up at what what tweet? The tweet that was like you know his first uh, fifteen yard penalty oh, since ninety three. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I mean, I don't think you know the Bengals are are a little dirty. The Steelers are a little dirty. That's just kind of how it's AFC North black and blue football. And I feel like people are so. Like, oh, my God. It's like, do you guys not you watch this division? Like, this is how – this is kind of par for the course. Like, people get hurt. People – crazy shit. This is just, like – I like how James Harrison didn't see anything wrong with the hits from Perfect. Yeah, he wouldn't. Because that's how he used he's to dirty. play. <laughs> he's really dirty. Like, <laughs> he smashed that but cardinal receiver. He got, <laughs> I mean, he got fined so much that he kind of stopped that. Yeah. Do you think Perfect is going to get fined, suspended so much that he's basically the new James Harrison? And years down the road, if he's still in the league, he's kind of at the crossroads where he yeah. has to make up his mind. He's got to play different because he has the most unnecessary roughness penalty since he came in the league in 2012. So it's like, and it's like not even close. He has like five more than the next guy, which is probably James Harrison. But I, I mean, he'll have to clean it up. It's just like stuff where where it's it's a lot of things that are results based too, you know, like. I mean, he sacked Big Ben, and Big Ben got hurt, and that wasn't a dirty play, but it's debatable because he gets hurt. And like, Or like the Ryan Shazier play, like where Jeremy Hill kind of ducks his head, and Ryan Shazier doesn't do a good job of getting low enough. It's so results-based, it's, it's hard. So I don't know. I almost want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it does seem like he's kind of dirty because he's injured Big Ben twice, Le'Veon Bell. He's knocked Le'Veon Bell out of the for the year twice, and now 
Antonio Brown, so it's kind of like, kind of hate yeah. this dude at some level. Yeah, I think he, <laughs> I think he hits dirty in you know places that other players don't hit, but he also hits with so much force that yeah. you know a hit that maybe another linebacker makes wouldn't injure somebody. But just, he's hitting with so much force yeah. in the, you know. He's also Injured really play. good at football. Like, if he was marginal, this dude would be cut. You know, it's like if this, this guy didn't wasn't awesome at linebacker, he would be cut 15 times over. Yeah, so, you know, him being so good, he is always in the right position maybe yeah. to injure somebody. So I love how he ran out of the stadium and then they lost. It's like, ah, eat it, bro. Eat it. He ran out of the stadium. I feel Idiot. for Bengals fans, though. Oh, I do, the too. The Bengals are like the Vikings a little bit. Yeah. I feel for them. I mean, that – yeah, I, I sucked if you were watching because by all accounts you're like probably a pretty good dude watching. Right, and you watch your team just implode like that. Bengals being Bengals. Bang all right, let's get to this week's games. So uh, the early game on Saturday is Patriots Chiefs. So explain to me why your your Chiefs are going to beat uh, the Patriots. All right, so last week I'll, I'll start with that. Last week we went three for four, yeah. and you you kind of have to throw in your emotional your upset pick. So right. we picked the Redskins. I mean I. I, I said I some thinking, crazy stuff, like they're going to win by 14 points. Yeah. Hey, if they had a defense, maybe. They didn't. They lost. So this week, my Chiefs are my emotional pick, and they're right. also my, my Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Why I think they can win is I think the Patriots' defense suffering. Yeah. I think they're going to run the ball. They're going to play hard-nosed football on offense. I mean, they're going to just, you know, that two-headed monster, Spencer Ware, Trichantric mm-hmm. West, the can't Pokemon. Stop can't stop them. Can't stop them. At least level 50. No, I mean, seriously, they have a really, you know, excellent running by yeah, committee right now. They do. They're honestly doing better than when they had Jamal Charles. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to continue. I don't think the Patriots have been exceptional at stopping the run. I don't think they're anywhere in the bottom, but I don't think they're the top. And I think um, Alex Smith, he's going to make enough small throws to, you know, score enough points to win. So that's on the offensive side. But I think where they're really going to excel is on the defensive side that kind of redone offensive line with all the injuries they have, I think they're going to get after Brady and make yeah. his life hard. That's true. And they do make you kind of play – Tom Brady's quotes, they make you play bad football. The thing that worries me about this is the Jamal Char- – or the Jeremy Macklin injury, rather. Excuse me. Um, if he's not playing at 100%, then, I mean, who, who else do they have, you know? Do they have enough offensively? Because Patriots are going to get theirs at some level. You know, you, got, you probably have to put up, like – 25 points to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I don't know if I, – I haven't heard about Macklin, if he's yeah. playing or not. I heard he didn't tear the ACL, but right. he still it's has a, an injury. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we'll see about that. But Julian Edelman coming back, Gronk's healthy. The thing that scares me about Edelman, and this scares me a lot, is even if the offensive line isn't that great, he can – you know. He, he catches it so quickly that yeah. you don't even need – he gets the ball out so quickly. He runs a one-yard drag route like 15 times a game and catches it. Yeah, and then yeah. gets gets tons of yards afterwards. Mm-hmm. So that might diminish the pass rush a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go emotional picks Chiefs, but I don't know. I could see the Patriots winning this. I mean, this is the Patriots in the postseason. Yeah. yeah. It's not like rocket science to pick them. But I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm staying with it. All right. I like it. I'm going with the Patriots. That's, <laughs> I'm going that's with the Patriots fine. by like ten, but it'll be a good game. They'll play, pull away, pull away late. Um, the, the only thing I'm worried about is just I feel like this is a classic game where Andy Reid could shit the bed. Yes, classic like, Andy Reid shit the bed game. And like Bill Belichick's gonna figure out some shit that we haven't thought about or turn some running back into a workhorse. Brandon Bolden, who usually gets like 
one carry for negative three yards is going to turn into a workhorse this game. Somebody's, somebody unexpected always comes in at this juncture, and then the, the Patriots found their running game, and then they're going to be off to Denver more than likely. And You know, it's this is just the time where this shit happens over and over and over. I read this really interesting article. It was basically like, it said, does getting hot at the end of the regular season really matter for the playoffs? And, right. and the answer was no, because if if getting hot was just, you know, what made you win the Super Bowl, why wouldn't every team just, you know, get hot at right. the end? Yeah. It's really, in the playoffs, different stuff can happen. For instance, you know, the Green Bay Packers looked terrible in the regular season at the end. Right. And they just whooped up on the Redskins. I mean, yeah. the Redskins, Redskins defense wasn't that good. The Redskins defense isn't that good. We'll have to see how they do this week. I guess the point I'm making is, you know, the, the Patriots look putrid at the end of the year, mm-hmm. but... They're packing like a, it in. I feel like it's a little smoke and mirrors. Yep, yep. Scary, but, scary stuff for yeah. the AFC. Yep. All right, uh, Cardinals-Packers, late game Saturday night. All right, uh, I'm going to stick with the Cardinals. I think overall they have a better team. I don't necessarily see them winning at all this year. I think that Tyron Matthew injury really hurts them. Mm-hmm. Dude's a beast. He is. Um, I don't think the Packers are still good enough to win this game. I don't think it's going to be the blowout it was before, but I, I'll go – uh, Cardinals. Yeah, that it worries me when a team gets blown out and then you have to play them again. And it seems like the team that that got blown out always plays significantly better the second game, like the Vikings did against the Seahawks. And then the other team maybe overestimates, right? Like, like oh, we're we're gonna beat the shit out of them. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like you said, I, I think the Cardinals just have more talent. Um, they're a lot better defense than the Redskins are. So Aaron Rodgers will have to. I mean, he, most of the plays he was making against the Redskins are like those. Aaron Rodgers scramble plays where where he had all kinds of time in the pocket and can kind of like he, he has six seconds and then somebody will get open like you're not going to have six seconds against the Cardinals and it, it probably you know might not even be open after that with with their corners and everything so I don't I don't honestly think this might be the least close game I think the Cardinals I don't know for some reason I was wavering on them a little bit and they didn't do anything they didn't even play last week but I'm going to say the Cardinals win by like two touchdowns yeah I, I would second that I mean the last game was what like 30 points I think yeah. they'll probably win by two touchdowns I don't think the receivers are going to be able to get separation I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to have the the freedom there I think that the Cardinals pass rush is going to get to him early and often and honestly the last game he really didn't have eye-popping stats against no. the Redskins I mean I think he threw for maybe around 250 yards uh part he of the reason was place. they just ran all over him yeah. honestly yeah so he extended plays like you said yeah and I I just don't I think the Cardinals are too well coached on defense for him to be able to do that kind of stuff. I think Aaron Rodgers knows it too. Like if you see his demeanor, he knows like, yo, this this isn't the Super Bowl team this year. Not because of him, but just talent around him and everything. I think the true fans know it too. I mean, I follow, you know, a couple Packers fans on Twitter, and they were kind of like, oh yay, we beat the Redskins. Now we get to go get crushed by the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they're not very optimistic. And when have you seen that from Packers fans in the past? Right. It's it, not it, it, like, yeah, yeah. It, you know what I mean. It seems like they're always thinking they're going to win it all, and rightfully so. I mean, they're a damn good team usually, mm-hmm. but thank God this might not be their year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Seahawks Panthers, best game of the weekend probably. <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd rank this up there. Yeah, I would say it's probably the best. Yeah. Steelers Broncos has a good feel too for me, but yeah. Well, we're we're going to be starting, uh, Landry <laughs> Jones and. Fitzgerald Toussaint and uh, 
Marcus Wheaton. So, <laughs> I don't know. All right, anyway, um, I'm going to go Seattle still. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with my Super Bowl picks. They made yeah. it through the wild card round, so I'm not going to forsake them now. Yeah. I think I kind of told you this analogy earlier, and it might not be a good one, but you know when you're on defense, your team's on defense, and you get that huge third down stop only to be like some kind of iffy personal foul on your team. So it right. extends the other team's drive. You always know in the back of your head, like, oh, man, we had our chance. Now they're going to get a touchdown here. Right. You had your chance to stop them. They're going to get a touchdown. I feel like the Vikings had their chance for the, kind of the whole league to stop the Seahawks. They messed it up. Yeah. Now and the Seahawks are like, wow, we didn't really play that well last week. We kind of underestimated them. And now they're going to come out with a vengeance this week. And a stat that doesn't bode well for the Panthers is that the league MVP, who is definitely going to be Cam Newton, um, hasn't won the Super Bowl since Kurt Warner in like oh two oh three, like so it's it's very rare um, that that the NFL MVP then goes on to even make the Super Bowl. Um, they don't even make it most of the time, and then when they they do make, it, I think they're like oh and six. No, that was the actually sorry, excuse me, that was the one that Kurt Warner lost. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. 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 So it's anyway, it's been a while, but I don't know. So the Panthers beat up on them in the regular season, but that was when the Seahawks weren't on a, on a roll. This is such a good game that it's like it's a total toss up. I could see either team winning. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm still gonna go with Seattle. Um, I think there's been some low key injuries. Like I think Charles Tillman for the Panthers is hurt. Yeah. There's some low key. Jonathan Stewart's been hurt. Yeah, there's some low key injuries on the Panthers that I don't know that the Seahawks can probably exploit. Um, All right, yeah, Seahawks. But Seahawks. I think it's gonna be a close game, and I I'm pulling for the Panthers. Yeah, this game of the week though. I'm I'm watching Cam Newton. Yeah. Because in the past he hasn't like I saw something today. I think he had a 28 QBR against the Seahawks in his career. Damn. But yeah, he's, he's like still, one in four or something against them. He still played them good every time though, because yeah. Carolina's had a good defense. So, um, I mean, he got his one win this year. Uh, one of the things that Seahawks have kind of been exploited on is tight ends, and they have, you know, the Panthers have Greg Olson, right? Great tight end. So, I don't know. Cam also the only player in NFL history ever to throw for thirty touchdowns and then run for ten. Wow! It's like you want him to win. Yeah, I really root for Cam at this point. He's I like I like Cam he's doing it with nobody. Yeah, uh, but maybe not. Yeah, not I'm like probably that. gonna go with the Seahawks, yeah. and but I'll say it's a close game. I'll say like three points, probably field goal separates it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Steelers Steelers Broncos. You give yours first. I got to know who's playing. I mean, Big Ben's got the AC joint. He'll play. He's going to play. I mean, he's proven it time and time He'll again play. he's going to play. Yeah. But I want to know the extent of the I injury. I mean, I hear what I'm hearing, but is he going to be able to throw 30 yards downfield or right. is he going to be contained to 10 to 20 yard passes? Somebody uh was watching NFL Network earlier was saying that he just couldn't – he's not going to be able to extend it and kind of do the thing where, you know, Ben sheds a tackle and on the move, like that's where this injury will really hurt him, that he'll be able to make the regular throws from the pocket, but when he's on the move, the way that, I don't know, the anatomy of, of uh, his injury just kind of like limits him in that way. Uh, so, I mean, that doesn't sound as bad as I thought, but I don't know. It's just like hard. There's so many variables, you know. So you Does probably- Antonio Brown play? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I- I think if Antonio Brown plays, right. I see you guys winning. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go with the two picks here. Contingency plan. I got my contingency plan for yeah. this game. All right. Um, I almost even want to pick you without Antonio Brown just because it's Peyton in the, the playoffs. Cold in weather. Cold, Peyton went Manning, which is really interesting because he went to Denver, where right. it's always gonna be cold if you make oh, the and playoffs. Oh, five. In te- when the temperature drops below forty, it's gonna be thirty degrees this this Sunday. Wow. Any precipitation? I don't know about the precipitation. We'll oh. have to check on the precipitation. But, yeah, that'd be awesome if it was like a snow game too. Oh, it would be sick. Um, I, yeah, I think probably without Antonio Brown, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if Antonio Brown's there, I'm, I'm, def- I'm taking the Steelers. I liked, I mean, healthy, I like this matchup a lot. I, would, I mean, there's no other quarterback I'd want to play at this point than cold weather Peyton Manning. But it's like he has two weeks. He's had so long to recover that. I think he's going to play half decent. Next week will be the real challenge. Cause, so if he beats us this week, then he's got to play, you know, without two weeks of rest time and and he's gonna in the cold. That's where I could see him shit in the bed. But I'm not sure that with all this time and all this preparation, I mean, he's gonna it, be healthy enough to do to make you I know mean, he's been healthy enough in the throw. past though. Yeah. I mean he like was. every year he's been healthy enough that he's gone into the playoffs and shit in the cold weather. Right. So I mean I don't know if he's kind of turning that back because they you know they're gonna run the ball. But right. Steelers have pretty good run defense, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh sixth overall against the run. Like late, you know, late to, late twenties against the uh, pass, not so good. But the thing is, like we, <clears throat> the the defense. If if we get turnovers, we win games. If we don't, we lose games. And last week, Antoine Blake made an interception, and so you know we just did enough defensively. Um, Ryan Chazier forced that fumble. That's actually like if you wanted to blame it, I feel like equal blame has to go to Jeremy Hill because if they just run the ball out there, it's done. Game's over. Oh, it's game definitely I was his like fault. crying in the like, it was at the, uh, a buddy of mine's house. It was his birthday and had a couple people over and it was pouring down rain outside. And I was just like walked out in the rain. It was like a boys to men video, just, <laughs> just wallowing in sorrow. But I was kind of like watching back in and then I saw uh, Jeremy Hill fumble and I was like, "There's life! There's life! We're back in this!" And like everyone, like half the people there were rooting against me because I was just you know being obnoxious. But no doubt, yeah, I mean it happens. Yeah, it's it's it was his a road fault. game for me. You know, it's a road game. I wasn't I wasn't in my usual comfort zone. Um, anyway, so a lot of short passes, right, for Peyton Manning. He's going to throw the Demarius Thomas screen 550 times this game. Yeah, the, you know, so I don't Emmanuel know. Sanders kind of crossing. Yeah. He had 150 yards in the first half last time we played us. We got a little bit lucky the last game, but I would be more scared if Brock Osweiler was playing. I know I, everyone thinks I hate Peyton Manning. I just don't – I mean, I think the Brock Osweiler is better quarterback at this juncture but here's the thing that i don't understand peyton manning came in and basically handed the ball off and they won that way the last game against a team who won four games this year yeah i'm not ready to crown him back he's a hero i mean (laughs) you look back in the season to weeks before and, and people were hating on him like oh this dude should never play a snap again it's like time heals all wounds. Yeah, it does. It, everyone just kind of forgot that he was leading the league in interceptions up until, you know, a week or two ago and didn't even play five games. Yeah. And so does, like, shitty sports center narratives. They're like, oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. He's – I think – okay, so, like, without putting my heart into it, I think they have – with the injuries and everything, I think they'll beat us. But I'll be, but I'll be curious because I don't think they beat either the Chiefs or the Patriots next week. I don't think it'll. I, th- I think that they probably lose handily to them if Peyton, because Peyton's gonna have to rush back and all that and and all that stuff. But How I do, do you think th- that they'll they have enough to beat us 
assuming that Big Ben is hurt and Antonio Brown, you know, if he if so, we'll know about that by Friday, and I think that will kind of determine the game. Antonio Brown plays, taking the Steelers. All right. Um, he doesn't play, taking the Broncos. I think it'll still be a pretty good game. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely looking forward to it. I rated yeah. my probably second best game in the probably league. the second yeah. best game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so we're three and four last week. So to wrap up, uh, BD's got. I got the Chiefs. Right. That's my emotional pick of the week. Yeah. Um, I have the Cardinals, Seattle, and then I have my contingency plan for the Broncos or Steelers. Yeah. So okay. I mean that's kind of up in the air. So I just differed with you. Uh, you differed uh, on the Patriots. Patriots game, yeah. And do you have the same kind of contingency type? Yeah, it's like if Antonio Brown plays, I think we'll, we could win. I mean, um, he opens up so much stuff. He plays, he opens up Bryant, Wheaton. Right, yeah, because it's like with Bryant is the number one guy, I think people, the hype train that is Bryant, because I don't even know if that was a catch. Was that a I don't even know. It's like so hard to I tell. I can't really weigh on, weigh in on it because I, I don't that, honestly dude, even know what a yeah, catch is it's anymore. It's like so hard to tell because it's like, man, that's a catch. I don't know. It's it's it was awesome. The looking. narrative of it stands right where had they called it not a catch on the field, it wouldn't have been a touchdown. They called it a touchdown, so it stayed a touchdown. Yeah, nobody knows if it was a catch. It was awesome either it way. It was sick. It was sick. Yeah, is it, it better was... than the Odell Beckham catch? Probably not. Different. Yeah, though. different. That Doug Baldwin catch was insane too. <laughs> that was nuts. Oh my gosh, it was like supermaned up play. in the yeah. air, just like. And it's so casual now because of the gloves and everything. It's like, oh, yeah, we did that. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer that the gloves do a lot for the catching. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess to recap, so we're 3-4 and four last week. Mm-hmm. Our mistake, taking the Redskins. That was yeah. dumb. Can't take the Redskins when they're favored. That's the problem. Shouldn't have, I, I knew that was going to come back to bite me in the ass. So we'll see this week. I mean, let's say the Broncos win. Let's yeah. say they win the next week. Would it be interesting if they played Seattle again? Oh, is man. that the best storyline right now? <laughs> I think a Patriots Seahawks reunion is the is equally as good. Equally as good. I don't know if it's better, but equally as good. Yeah. I mean, people would eat up the Broncos because it's Peyton Manning's last two raw. Yeah. But I think if you know Broncos Seattle, Seattle's gonna train wreck them again. Yeah. That would uh, be a terrible Super Bowl again. It's like Patri- they're not gonna lose forty nine to ten, but maybe maybe you know, forty one to ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, are you staying with your Super Bowl picks? I yeah, guess we'll kind of revisit that. Yeah, the Cardinals and the Patriots. Sticking with it for now with, you know, kind of eyeing Seattle, though, from afar, you know, checking them out. So, I'm staying with Seattle, and I'm kind of emotionally hoping the Chiefs can keep me, keep my train rolling with the Chiefs. Throw it all down on Andy Reid. Throwing it all down on Andy Reid. No clock management yeah. errors so far this year. Hey, he's killed it. Killed it. They're well, actually really well coached. People forget, like, Andy Reid's a good coach, too. Yeah, he's a really Does good coach. Does some stupid shit, but he's a good coach. Yeah. <laughs> Makes bad time management. Yeah. So, All right, so that'll do it for the Tyler and Tyler podcast. Uh, appreciate y'all listening. You yeah, thanks easy. for listening. Yep. Hopefully your teams go out and get a get a big win get this week. Get a dove. Week. Let's go. Let's Unless go they're Steelers. Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I kind of want Seattle to win, but, I don't, well, I like either, uh, way. either way. I want to be right, but that yeah. it puts me in a bad spot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Take it easy, right, everybody. Peace, everyone.